Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I'm Letitia Ringe, your coach, and today we are talking about romantic polarity. Before I dive into today's episode, let me give you all two announcements. The first is just a life update. I know so many of you have been asking where in the world I am right now. I am still in England. I've been traveling between London and other parts of England. Most recently, Glastonbury, not the festival, the place. I've been soaking in the sacred vibrations at the Chalice Well. It's a really favorite place of mine to go and visit whenever I can. And I'll be heading off to Brighton next and also enjoying some more time in London. I also had the absolute pleasure of meeting my partner's mother over the weekend, which was so beautiful. And I got to see where she lives and explore another part of the UK. And it's just so beautiful to have all of these first experiences within a relationship at this point in my life where I have the level of awareness and consciousness and presence to bring so much intention to all of these experiences and the partner to meet me in that exploration. It's truly mind-blowing and every week I am just in awe of what I get to experience all because I chose to stay focused on what I truly desired within a relationship. And my partner and I from that space have been able to create and co-create together in ways that I would never have been able to do on my own and that I never would have been able to do in the absence of a partner who was also able to meet me in this journey that I most desired. So, I hope that that's a little bit of inspiration for anyone out there who is currently dating or in the early stages of a new relationship. You really can bring so much consciousness to the relationship process because of all the work you've done in your life to have the level of awareness you have right now. And it will create a relationship that will be beyond your wildest hopes and dreams. And I'm so excited to keep sharing with you all more and more content to support you with that, because honestly, there is so much for me to share. At this point, I don't know how I'm ever possibly going to be able to share the amount of information and tools and teachings that I have Uh, and that I intend to share with you all. It's really just a matter of time and I'm one person. I can only get so much out. So I just want you to know to keep going, to keep layering in all of that, all of the teachings that I'm sharing with you all. And if you want it tailored to you and where you're at in your romantic life, whether you're within a relationship right now or not in a relationship, then working with me in my conscious relationship coaching program is the best way to do it because that is where I can tailor all that I know about conscious relationships to meet you exactly where you are and exactly where you want to go. And I want to remind you that the process for my conscious relationship coaching program is that once you submit your application, you will, if you seem like a good fit for the program, 
and have the right intentions, I will then invite you to a free coaching call. It's a one hour coaching call where you will be actually coached by me. And in this call, you will get clear on exactly what it is you're desiring and what is standing in your way so that you know exactly what it is you need to focus on solving in order to create the conscious romantic relationship that you desire. I can't even begin to explain how valuable this process is. My clients who have gone through it so far have had tremendous discoveries about themselves. And from this coaching experience alone, you'll be set on a path that will have you creating the conscious relationship you desire. And that's whether you choose to join the coaching program that I offer you if I feel like you're a good fit or not. So it really is a no brainer when it comes to putting your hat in the ring to take advantage of that free coaching call while I'm offering them. You can head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. All you need to do is follow the prompts to apply, submit your short application, and then I'll come back to you to invite you to a free coaching call if I feel like you seem like a good fit from what you share with me in your application. And then we will on the coaching call coach you. And at the end of that, if it feels like you are a good fit for the coaching program, I will then tell you more about that. And if it feels like you're not a good fit, then I'll also let you know that and refer you to what you should focus on first. And of course, this also gives you the experience of working with me and going through my coaching process so that you then have the information you need to decide whether you want to prioritize coaching in your life right now. Once again, you go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching to find out more about that. And you can join this uh, program on your own, or you can join it with your partner if you are in a romantic relationship right now. And we also are able to support you through every stage of the relationship cycle. Okay, now let's talk about romantic polarity. In today's episode, I'm going to share what romantic polarity actually is and why it matters and then how to start creating polarity in your romantic life today. Before I dive into all of the details, I want you to know that this is a huge topic and I've had a little bit of trouble preparing for this episode because there's so much to talk about and that that really cannot be all spoken about in a 20 to 30 minute episode. So I've boiled it down to what I want to share to really have you understand why this matters and how to just start working with polarity today. And I want you to know that we'll be delving into this subject deeper in future episodes. So if there are any questions at the end of this episode, I want you to make sure you send me a message either on email or over on Instagram or TikTok, wherever you want to communicate with me and let me know what your questions are on this subject so that as I keep creating content for you all, I'll be able to answer those questions. So with that said, romantic polarity is all about masculine and feminine energy. As a reminder, whenever we talk about masculine and feminine energy, we're not talking about gender. We're talking about the two sources of power or energy that we all have within us, regardless of gender, and that allows us to create anything in life. If you've been following this podcast and my work for some time, you've heard me talk about masculine and feminine energy 
on many occasions. And so I want you to know that it's the same when we talk about relationships, except now we're talking about masculine and feminine energy and creating polarity within a romantic relationship and why that actually matters. So everything that you know about masculine and feminine energy from what I've shared in relation to business or what I've shared in relation to cycles or menstruation or simply living your life is relevant to the conversation we're going to have now about romantic polarity. While it's not about gender in the way that we're going to talk about it today and in the episodes to come, we will also be talking about gender because there, it is relevant as well. And we need to talk about it instead of pretending like it doesn't matter. But what I want you to know is that masculine and feminine energy, when we use these terms, we're not talking about anything to do with gender. Though when we do talk about gender, there tends to be preferences for which energy a man versus a woman And then those of you who are non-binary or don't identify with gender, you will get to decide which is your preference or what you tend to lean on. There are patterns in what a person primarily wants to be in within a romantic relationship. And so we will need to talk about gender at, at some point, and I have every intention of doing so for that reason. However, for today, we're focused on masculine and feminine energy. So I want you to know that this applies to every single one of you. We all have masculine and feminine energy within us. When we talk about romantic polarity, what we're talking about is where one partner holds the masculine pole of energy while the other holds the feminine pole of energy. So rather than trying to do everything yourself, which seems to be what our world has turned us all into wanting but not necessarily needing in a romantic relationship you don't have that stress you have an opportunity to hold one pole and to go really deeply into that pole while the other person holds the other pole usually to create romantic polarity within a romantic relationship one person will approach the relationship primarily within one pole and then the other person will approach it primarily in the opposite pole however we all need both and we all will operate in both we can't help that because we're both made up of masculine and feminine energy so sometimes you will be in the opposite pole And you'll need to be in that opposite pole to hold the space for your partner who will be in the other pole. And some of you might even prefer to be more fluid in this practice. You might prefer not to have a preference and instead to make it context specific. When you're with your partner and they need to be in their masculine, then you're in your feminine. Or when your partner needs to be in their feminine, then you're in your masculine. And you switch between the two and you're more fluid in the way you operate within a relationship. The choice is yours. The advantage of choosing one to primarily work with is that you will probably be able to go deeper into your exploration of that particular energy and your ability to be in that energy. For those of you who are inner voice facilitators, it's kind of like in the inner voice when we have a facilitator holding space so that we can be 
simply receiving from our inner voice, which is our intuition. And then the facilitator holds the space. They become the mind so you can sit in your inner voice and simply listen and receive. There is, you're able to go so deep and so much deeper because you have the mind and the space held for you so that you don't need to be doing both. It's the same concept with romantic polarity. And I have to tell you all, Romantic polarity is the number one conscious relationship tool that I have personally been focusing on going deeper into within my current romantic relationship, and it is blowing my mind. And this comes from someone who has been teaching on and practicing feminine energy more deeply in my life and masculine and feminine energy, how to shift between the two since I started my work as a coach. So for at least six years, every day I learn more about myself through this work. And I think that will be the case for the rest of my life. So I want you to know that there is so much to learn and uncover. And the topic of masculine and feminine energy is not a defined thing, right? It's a body of work that keeps growing and keeps unfolding based on our practice of these energies and what we learn through that practice. So I can't possibly tell you everything there is to know about both of these energies because it is about practicing and experiencing it for yourself and then learning from that experience. And then through that learning, we all contribute to the body of work that's being created on this subject. So Romantic polarity is where instead of both being in masculine and feminine energy at the same time within a relationship, you have one person holding the masculine pole while the other person holds the feminine pole. Why does this matter? Let me talk about some definitions. The first definition is just from Google from the Oxford languages. And the definition for polarity is the property of having poles or being polar. Another definition that I found really helpful is actually in relation to technology. It's from a website called Tech Target who says, polarity is when an entity contains two distinct and opposite poles that can either attract or repel each other. The term is commonly used in electricity, magnetism, chemistry, and electronic signaling to describe the flow of electrons. Full stop. Okay, that's the end of that definition from Tech Target. The reason polarity matters in romantic relationships is because that is how attraction and magnetism are created. One of the yearnings, one of the cravings, one of the desires that so many of you have is to experience more attraction and magnetism within your romantic life and relationship. In long-term relationships, a really common thing that goes is attraction and desire, especially for women who tend to need more fantasy in order to experience more desire the longer they're with their partner because you kind of become like best friends and then in order to get that same level of attraction and desire you had when everything was new it requires more fantasy (laughs) and that's what Esther Perel a lot of her work is all about 
So attraction and magnetism can be created through romantic polarity. In fact, it is created for through romantic polarity. And my belief is that one of the reasons this attraction declines for us in relationships is because we are both trying to approach the relationship in the same way. We're expecting each other to be the same, to contribute in the same way, to approach in the same way, to offer the same thing. Like just think about this. Let's both contribute 50-50 in terms of bills. Let's do 50-50 in terms of work. Let's do 50-50 in terms of chores. Let's split everything so that we're doing everything 50%. There is literally no attraction in that. Like you may as well just be with your friend instead of your romantic partner. Attraction is created through difference. Attraction is created through opposites attracting. You want to be in different energies. You want to approach from a different place to create attraction. Now, often when you hear opposites attract, people talk about this in relation to gender, and that is not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about opposite energies coming from a masculine energy versus a feminine energy. That creates attraction. And if you start approaching your romantic relationship in the opposite pole to your partner today, you will have your mind blown with how much more energy is created together. So that's the first reason of why it matters. The second reason is creative power. Rather than both expecting to contribute in the same way, which means that you you both just show up in a mediocre way rather than embodying the depth of the power available to you and then both coming together, holding that depth within each pole. So you get the wholeness of the creative power that's available to both of you because you're in a relationship. You're not meant to be doing everything the same and you're not meant to be doing everything on your own. That defeats the whole purpose of a relationship. It's about teamwork. It's about respecting different contributions and valuing them the same, respecting and appreciating them in the same way, even though they're different. It's kind of like the same concept we talk about when we talk about inclusion and diversity. We can approach masculine and feminine energy with the same lens. We need both. And the way that you're able to access more from each energy is by allowing yourself to be in one energy fully without trying to be in both at the same time. We're not all meant to be the same. So this creative power allows you to access your full potential within the relationship. The relationship's full potential, which has both the masculine and feminine energy operating in a deep way. It allows the relationship to be whole. The third reason that it matters is for sustainability and balance. If in other areas of your life you need to primarily rest in one energy, then it might bring balance and sustainability to your life to know that in your romantic life you get to be in the other energy. Or it might actually energize you to lead all aspects of your life from one particular energy. You'll only know if you try. It's about experimenting. So for sustainability and balance, creating polarity within your romantic life might free you up 
to have more energy in the rest of your life. I know that in my relationship, the way that we are practicing polarity is energizing both of us immensely. I have way more energy to give because of how I allow myself to rest in one pole within my romantic life. And then I'm able to bring that energy into everything else I do. And then finally, the fourth reason is about gender. We're going to talk more about gender in future episodes, but just so you know, for now, what I hear most commonly from my female identifying clients is that they want to rest more in their feminine energy. What I hear from the men in my life is that they want to lead more from their masculine energy. And so these are patterns that we can't ignore in a society that has really not allowed a healthy expression of either energies, both sexes are yearning to be able to come from what feels like their most natural resting state, where they feel most comfortable. And for those of you who don't identify with gender, I ask you to 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 decide and to tune in and ask yourself, what does that more comfortable resting state feel like for you? Is it masculine or feminine energy? Decide that for yourself, knowing that Talking about masculine and feminine energy isn't really about gender, but there is a tendency for men to feel more energized from their masculine energy and for women to feel more energized from their feminine energy. And that's okay. And so if you know that that's you, then perhaps in your relationship, you want to be in the energy that feels most natural. And when it comes to sex and intimacy in the bedroom, there is probably one energy that allows you to feel more attractive and desirable and intimate than the other. So really tuning in and asking yourself what that is for you will be really, really helpful. So they're the reasons why it matters. And as you can see, this touches on almost every romantic relationship issue there is out there. And this is why it is the number one tool that I've been practicing. And it will be the number one tool that I'll be exploring with all of my clients. So if you are interested in going deeper into this, my conscious relationship coaching program is going to support you in that. Okay. Now how to start creating polarity in your romantic life today. I've got three steps for you and in these steps I'm going to share a little bit about what masculine and feminine energy actually means in case you need that information. So number one, step number one is to observe, appreciate and respect both energies within yourself to begin with. Notice where you feel most comfortable and what you crave. Here are some words that represent the feminine. Know that these are not exhaustive. Feminine, soft, open, feeling, intuitive, receivership, expresses what's needed through simply being and feeling. Body, pleasure, love, no boundaries, inspires by being, devotion, surrenders, requests. Masculine, hard. Focused, intellect, mind, gives, sees what's needed through presence and awareness, mental strategy, boundaries, containers, is inspired by seeing, provides, leads, directs. 
as you've just listened to those words, and you might want to rewind and go back, ask yourself where you feel most comfortable and what you crave. And just note that down. Ask yourself whether you truly appreciate and respect both of these energies. If the answer is no, that's okay. But that is something that will be part of the work you need to do in order to create the conscious romantic relationship that you desire. And that is something that I can support you with. Step number two is to appreciate the symbiotic relationship between masculine and feminine energy. It is essential that masculine and feminine supports each other, that they both exist, that they're both present in order for each of them to be functioning well. If you think about the yin and yang symbol, which is something in my first course, Embrace Your Feminine Essence, I taught back in 2018, you'll notice that there is within each side, the yin and the yang, there's the a dot of the other. That is because they both need the other. So that while they can function on their own, they need the other to function well and properly. So it's an interdependent system rather than an, than an independent system. And I really believe that this is what, through our quest in life to create more equality, I really believe that this is something that we've lost because we're not all meant to show up in the same way. For me, equality is about outcome and it's created through seeing and valuing differences equally rather than expecting everyone to do the same thing and to be the same. That's never going to be sustainable and will not achieve equality in outcomes. So, What we're doing here in step number two is we must appreciate the symbiotic relationship. And here's a little bit about that to support you in this quest. The first is for the feminine. The feminine needs safety from the masculine in order to function. What this looks like is feeling seen, feeling heard and being given spaces to express by the masculine. Okay. So if the masculine is not seeing, is not hearing, and is not offering spaces for the feminine to express, the feminine is not going to feel safe to do what it needs to do, which is to, to feel, to be, to be witnessed. The feminine wants to be seen and heard. So the masculine must provide opportunities for that to happen. And the feminine needs to be held. The feminine can't open. It can't receive. It can't feel safe to be seen, heard and express without being held. So in order to create that, that container for the feminine, the masculine needs to show up with clarity, with direction. It needs to show that it's hearing. And then the feminine will be able to do more of what it's meant to do. The masculine, on the other hand, needs trust from the feminine. The masculine needs someone to follow it when it's directing, when when it's leading. It needs someone, the feminine, to follow it. And the only way that the feminine is going to follow the masculine is if there's trust. 
So the feminine needs to practice trusting the masculine's leadership. Then the masculine will lead more, will direct more, will provide more. It needs the opportunity to lead. If you keep commanding and directing and telling and leading, then the masculine can't do its thing and you can't be in your feminine. It's like dancing. I remember when I was learning the tango, my dance teacher kept saying, stop, stop leading, stop leading, stop leading, stop leading. If you keep leading, your partner can't lead. You have to allow your partner to lead. And then that's when you experience the beauty of the dance. And it's the same in relationships. Your partner who is holding the masculine pole cannot do their thing unless you allow them the space to lead. And trust is an essential ingredient within that. The other thing the masculine needs is to be respected. If you're not respecting them, if you're not respecting their decisions, if you're not respecting what they see, if you're not respecting their leadership in terms of, hey, I'm going to take you where you want to go. I'm seeing you. I'm hearing you. I'm going to take you there. I'm going to allow you to be held in that process. If you're not respecting your masculine, then they're not going to be able to show up and do that. They're not going to be inspired by you to do that. So see how it's this symbiotic relationship. We both help each other to go more deeply into the pole we're holding through supporting each other to be in that pole. It's truly incredible. So ask yourself from that small description I've just shared, where are you not appreciating the symbiotic relationship? And what do you want to focus on deepening into as you move forward? Number three, start to approach your romantic life from one pole. Choose one pole. Doesn't matter how you choose it. It might be the one that you feel most comfortable in or the one that you're craving the most. I would just say a disclaimer. There could be an energy that you're craving, but you want that pole to be held by your partner, not by yourself. For instance, when I first started dating my partner, He expressed to me a desire to be in a relationship with a woman who wants to primarily be in her feminine in terms of energy. When he explained that to me and what that meant to him, my entire body relaxed. My nervous system relaxed. I felt safe to even just in that moment immediately be held in my feminine. And I realized for the first time what I truly needed to be in that energy within a relationship. And secondly, how much I wanted to be held in that particular dynamic. So ask yourself where you're most craving to be in a romantic relationship. And if you were given the safety to be in that energy through what I just explained in step number two, which one would you choose? And honor that as a need of yours within a relationship. It's so helpful for you to know this, especially if you're single right now or dating, because then you can show up in your pole and look for people who want to be in the other pole. 
And if you're in a romantic relationship right now, you can start changing the dynamic between you through simply starting to approach the relationship in the pole that you want to be in, because that's going to give your partner the opportunity to be in the other pole. And I do recommend having a conversation with your partner about this, perhaps show them this episode and invite them to listen so that you can start practicing together because it will make it easier for both of you. So with this step, choose one aspect of masculine or feminine energy to play with based on the pole that you want to primarily be in and practice going more deeply into that aspect of the energy with your romantic partner or if you're not in a relationship, whenever you're interacting with people that you're attracted to. Yeah. Or even like, for instance, I'm someone who likes men in terms of a romantic relationship. So whenever I was interacting with men, I could then come at those interactions from the pole of energy that I want to primarily be in within my romantic relationship. So you can do the same. And I want to give you an example of how you could practice this energy through just one aspect. Let's say you want to be in your feminine energy. And so the aspect of feminine energy you want to practice is coming more from requests rather than commands or direction. And then for those of you who want to come more from your masculine energy, you might play with coming more from a directing or directive or commanding energy. So here's an example of what a request energy would look like, because when it comes to approaching the relationship from masculine or feminine energy, it's not about what you do. It's about how you do it. So you can still do all the same things. It's just that you approach it with a different energy. So if I'm going to approach from a feminine energy and coming from request, this is what it could look like. So I want to get to the trade on time. Or I want to share a desire with my partner. If I'm coming from request energy, I might phrase it like this to my partner. Baby, could you help me get to my train on time? Rather than, baby, get me to the train on time. Which one do you think is going to inspire your partner more? It's going to be the first, especially if they're in their masculine energy. Another example is, baby, may I make a request? I really love it when you X, Y, Z versus I want you to do more X, Y, Z. Which one do you think is going to inspire your partner more? It's the first one. Now, if you're coming from a more from a masculine energy, which means you're going to be directive and commanding, then you would say something like this, perhaps follow me, sit here. I hear you. I've got you. This is what we're doing. Friday night, wear something XYZ. Meet me here. We're going to do this. That creates a container for your feminine partner to step into, to be held. It gives them the clear direction that they need to feel like, first of all, they're being seen and heard in what they desire because you're seeing and hearing their desires and witnessing them. And then you're bringing that into your leadership and your direction. So note that this won't work if your directions do not factor in your other partner, right? But that's part of what the masculine energy is. If you practice presence and awareness, you will notice what the situation needs and what your partner needs, and you will be able to lead for both of you. 
but you won't be able to lead for both of you if you're a feminine um, energy partner, whoever's primarily holding that, doesn't feel safe to express themselves, to be, to feel, because then you're not going to get the information that you need to lead well. So this, it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I can't tell you how much more attractive it is to have your partner come from the opposite pole to the one you're you're in. So my beautiful friends, we're going to leave it here. I know that this is a huge topic. I could go on and on and on about it, but we do not have time. Listen for future episodes. And if you want to go deeply into this yourself today, make sure you check out my Conscious Relationship Coaching Program, submit your application, and let's get on a coaching call together at www.letisharange.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and I appreciate you so much. If you would like support one-to-one as you up-level your life, business, or relationships in a conscious, intentional, and love-focused way, then head to letitiaringe.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.